0: back to Old School with DP and Jay. Presented by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese on 93.7 the ticket and the ticket FM.com. Welcome back to Old School. I am Mike Schaefer. I'm filling in for DP today. Jay is here. Nick is here. And on the line, joining us from Husker 24 7. Brian Christofferson. Brian, first and foremost, Christmas go well for you. Uh yeah.
1: Yeah. I I, I got everything done by the twenty second, so I was way ahead of schedule this year, so it worked out.
0: Is that the earliest you finish your Christmas shopping?
1: Uh earliest in probably about ten years, yeah. Um, so um I don't know what that says, but that that's, that counts for something, I guess. I don't know. Uh I Bruns was out there on Christmas Eve, our our co worker, so I was doing better than him.
0: Yeah, wow. That's uh that's incredible. I um I didn't have to do that much shopping this year, but I I got it done relatively early. Uh, thanks for holding down the fort, by the way, at Husker twenty four seven. It's like a ghost town. Brunts is gone. I'm basically unavailable. You uh you're you're keeping us you're keeping us afloat there. I appreciate that.
1: Um, no problem. Not a lot, not a lot's going on right now. Um, but that'll change, I'm sure.
0: Well, leading into Christmas, we had a, a few different things happen. What what kind of impact do you think it is? And I know this is this is a little bit recycled because it was last week, but I, I am curious kind of your thoughts on it now. You've had a little bit more time to think about it. Tony Toyote moves on to Oregon. What what kind of impact do you think that that will have with Nebraska's defensive scheme and what those guys left in that defensive line room? Because at least from my vantage point, he seemed to be a pretty popular players coach.
1: No, I think you're right about that. I don't. I don't think it's going to shake up the scheme dramatically. Um, I know Tony Tuioti brought a lot of good ideas with him when he first came here um, and stuff that was incorporated, you know, into what they were doing. But when you kind of think about what might happen now, I mean, you think about possibly somebody like, you know, does Mike Dawson move up and, you know, coach the D line and and the, the one set of outside backers. And if he does that, Um, you're not really changing a lot of voices in the room. You're, you know, so if, if that's what happens, and I think it's possible um, I don't know that it's going to have a major impact as far as when we're talking about like the language of the defense or like any of that stuff. But uh, yeah, Tony Tuioti is a good coach. I think the thing you'd credit him with the most while he was at Nebraska was, I think there were some guys who, who developed each year and got better, um, you know, Casey Rogers is a guy a couple of years ago kind of popped up and I think Ty Robinson has come along, but you know, there, there's still another step for those guys and uh, whoever is the next coach of them, um, you know, he's going to, ha- he's going to now have to, I think turn them from being good players to, can you get some all conference type guys? Can you have Ty Robinson develop into a first or second team, all conference type of player? Because I think that's within guys like that. So that, that's what you want to see now.
2: You spoke a language uh, to move to the, I guess, offensive side of the ball. Um, You know, how important is it to get one, I guess, or maybe I don't know how many, you know, quarterbacks out of the portal, you know, before, you know, school starts, considering that I'm assuming even the, you know, with the new offensive coordinator, the language is going to be a little bit different. But then also you want to be in there first, the first impression of the new coach.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I, w- I would think that's a monster thing at that position. And it was interesting when Mark Whipple was talking to media last week, he talked about that sort of special relationship that an OC or a play caller has with his QB. It's sort of one of those relationships. Not that the other guys on the roster aren't important to you, but for it to really take off, it's one of those relationships where you know you're going to that guy that you've coached his wedding, you know, and uh, Mark Whipple, even, you know, I, he said that, you know, like Ben Roethlisberger, I went to his wedding. He, he will be at my funeral, you know, and Kenny Pickett, I'll be at his wedding. Um, so I think that's the type of bond you're talking about building. And obviously the sooner you can get that going, the better. Um, I've said all along, I think Mark Whipple's track record with quarterbacks would seem to be something that guys who are in the floating around in the portal look at and say, well, that would be interesting to me, especially the success he just had with Pickett. But, yeah, these are, these are, I think, a critical next two to three weeks as as they finalize who that is, and it's got to be somebody who has, you know, the right traits and, and knows that they're going to have to come in and, and fight for it. Because, uh, you know, those guys who are already here, I know some people are kind of moving on, like, who's the portal QB? He's the guy, right? Uh, you know, Logan Smothers, Heinrich Harburg, um you know they're not just going to lie down, so you you hope that's a that you hope that competition runs hot. I mean, you want that heat lamp on, and you want that guy to get here soon and everybody to get to know this is who's in the room let's go after it,
0: Brian. I know one of the things that we do kind of around this time is you take stock of of who's on the roster who's expected to be there this spring who Who are some of the guys that you kind of have marked down on the roster sheet as as players you think? Uh, have an opportunity with a, a role in front of them or, or to take a step from maybe contributor to starter and something along those lines that you're kind of intrigued by how they approach this winter in the spring
1: I don't know if it's a sneaky name but Jamari Butler is a guy I'm really interested in you know when spring ball starts because he was a very raw prospect when he first arrived in Nebraska I mean I, I th- remind me if I'm I don't think I'm wrong on this, Schaefer. I think he'd only played like one year of high school. Yeah, he was a basketball
0: like basketball convert to football, basically. Yeah.
1: So, I mean, you're talking about a guy like that where the key to me with him was, can he have patience to stay in the program for a couple of years in this day and age where people move around so fast? And he's still here and has seemed, at least from the signs he's given off you know, publicly and social media and stuff like that, to be pretty eager about being a big part of it. And I know coaches have kind of talked him up. So that's a guy I'm interested in, like him and Gunnarsson, um as guys, you know, can they take that step now to being fringe-type players who we talk about? Maybe they're going to be a part of it, too. They're on the too deep. They're making plays for you. And then I think the secondary is really interesting because it's just going to be so wide open. And I think, you know, Quinton Newsome might be the guy who of everybody who I'd say he has – probably the the biggest the best grip on a job but nobody's got anything on lock and i think even miles farmer you know he had some inconsistencies i think the last few games when he was in that role he's gonna have to fight for it and i think some of these new additions like i wrote about it yesterday like deshaun singleton he's a juco recruit they didn't bring him in here to you know sit his job is to push that and make the two deep and Jaden Gold is a big-time recruit who's going to enroll early, and that's a guy you hope you know. Tommy Hill, that 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 secondary room, um, I think, got real interesting the last week of signing day in a hurry.
2: Uh, again, flipping to flip into the offensive side, two questions: is who in the uh, or I guess who or name a couple in the offensive line r- room that you think is going to be able to step up uh from obviously on the roster and then also the running back room because uh you know as much as we talk about a quarterback it, you know etc if you don't have guys that can move people up on on the line then obviously somebody that can tote the mail you know it's kind of you're dead in the water
1: yeah i think Nuri's really interesting Newilly. um when you talk about linemen just because of his versatility and i thought for a guy who got thrown in to the mix sort of in midstream of the season, I thought he did really well and was was one of the better guys up front for an inconsistent group. Now, I know Frost has even talked about him as maybe a center option, and that's interesting now with Jurgen' gone that somebody like him, does he get a crack at it there? So, just because of the way you can move him around and his solid 2021, I think he's going to be a key guy. Um, I think Latovsky and uh, Prohaska, I mean, you're talking about two recruits from the last class. And it was kind of funny because Litovsky was sort of the guy all offseason last year that you heard the most about. And then suddenly Prohaska was in there and, and was really good before the injury. And so, I mean, if those two guys from that class can step up at the same time and win jobs this year, and I think Latovsky will have a shot on the interior um that can change things a lot. I'm also pretty excited about seeing what uh Kevin Williams can do. Uh the portal ad they just got, Omaha North grad. Um, you know, and I think he's he's gonna get here in a couple weeks and he's he's expecting to roll in there and, and fight for a job. Like he's you know, as as you should. He he's not coming here to, to sit in the back seat. So I think he could be an interesting ad too. Um the running backs I think uh I'm a big Ramirez guy. I really am. And I know Whipple in his early film studies, it came out that he was like, man, that he keeps showing up. I feel like had he stayed healthy last year, I I just, I would have, I think it would have been a really nice season. And I, I think for a guy who we have to remember, he started last season, like fifth on the depth chart in early August. And for him to stay with it and sort of become the main guy. And now the person to beat there, um, that's, I mean, that that's a lot of credit to him, and I think he's got a good skill set. So, you know, him and Yant and uh, Gabe Irvin are the are the three I I would guess I'd lead with. And uh, you know, you you hope that I I want to see next year at this time. We're talking about a guy who ran for a thousand, and the second guy, you know, was seven hundred or something like that. It needs to get back to that around here. That when you look at the numbers, it's kind of discouraging from this last season.
0: All right, Brian. Hey, we appreciate your time as always. Uh, enjoy this wonderful week between Christmas and New Year's where it normally is pretty slow, but we'll, we'll see what the transfer portal has for us. Yeah, there might be something, but
1: uh, you guys have a, have a good New Year, and thanks for having me on.
0: Brian Christopherson from Husker 24-7. Again, Mike Shaver sitting in for DP here on Old School. Jay Foreman here and Nick here as well. We're going to take a break. I'm told Nick Trivia is coming up next. I don't know what this is exactly, mm-hmm. but I am willing to learn and yep. hopefully excel. Yep, call now 402-464-5685, Nick Trivia's sponsored by Upside Bar and Lounge. Call and uh, answer the trivia question win 15 bucks to the Upside Bar and Lounge. We'll do that next. Watch Old School live on Facebook, YouTube or Twitch. Old School with DP and J on 937 the ticket and the ticketfm.com.